Welcome to Unpopular But Accurate, the podcast. After all these years, there's only one thing these two can agree on. They're always right. Here's your host, David and Tyler. people welcome back to another episode of unpopular but accurate david this is such a special occasion as you know what i've been sweeping all weekend just sweep sweep sweeping away you you know what in fact david the tar heels have been doing some sweeping themselves uh there was a domination my friend like we haven't seen in a while in the tobacco road rivalry um David, it was not pretty for the Duke fan base this past weekend, my friend. Um, I know you're real emotional about it. You want to get into it. Um, we also got to talk about the ACC tournament coming up, uh, what we think uh, we're going to see out of these North Carolina teams in the ACC. Hornets, my friend, also involved in some trade rumors. We're going to dig into that. We'll hash out what we believe is real, what we believe is not. But before we get started, David, tell these people the deep, my friend. Yes, sir. Let's get it. What's going on, y'all? It's another episode. Um, if you ain't tell your mama, your cousin, your uncle, your pastor, they need to be listening to the podcast, especially if you're in the Charlotte region and beyond. North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, stand up where you at. Listen, um, if you haven't already followed us on Spotify, what are you doing with yourself? Yeah. I mean, it's a legitimate question at this point. Even those um, on the 919. 919 as well. Yes, sir. Spotify, Instagram, Facebook. We got the YouTube video dropping this week we finally you know off the probation thank god you know what i'm saying they was like yo y'all elite so we're gonna have to you know what i'm saying have y'all build up you know the runway and everything so we finally got that dropping this week we super excited about it so look out for that subscribe to the youtube channel because a lot of content is going to be going up there well listen uh youtube knew what was good for them and that's why they went ahead and let us have our, our subscription. So get ready for it, people. We're coming at you full-fledged, fast. You're going to like it. Just get ready. It's going to be a wild ride, baby. First, though, let's dig into what happened this weekend. The ACC did not disappoint in its final weekend. As the season finale, we saw upsets cost uh, uh, teams the regular season title. We've seen rivals beat down their, their, their man, that Duke game, man. Still, I'm telling you, that was, that was something to, to behold right there. Let you tell it. You're going to have to, you're going to have to answer for your Duke Blue Devils tonight, my friend. So your fans want to know what happened, what happened to them. Um, we're going to also see which teams are going to continue to streak into the off season. So I would say the biggest surprise this weekend, David, to me, was that shellacking the Blue Devils took at the hands of Carolina. What went wrong in Chapel Hill? I think the people really uh, are dying to know um, and really want to know how long did it take you to come up with that corny line you've been sweeping all weekend. They've like been dying about that. Yeah, you, you. how long did it take you? Five, ten minutes? That was a really good one. Five that pretty, seconds. That was pretty clever. Um, Which is about the amount of time it took Duke to get out of that ball game this weekend. So So you're going to um, ask me a question and uh, comment over me as well, what I'm trying to make. Listen, a, go ahead. L- listen, l- let, me, let, me, let me vent here. This is therapy at this point. You know, I'm going to really talk to y'all. It, and it, 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 it is what it is, right? Listen, there's no sugarcoating it. There's no blind love here. Duke got beat 
it was pretty bad. I mean, this is not a great day mm. uh, for me right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 to sit here next to this, this guy, this fool. You're welcome. You know, um, you know, being a UNC fan Bask here. Bask in the ambience. With, with, your, with your, your stupid looking UNC Tar Heel sweatshirt on right now is just so extra for me. Um, but Duke, I mean, they didn't show up. Goodness, they didn't show up. I mean, where where were they? I mean, listen, and you know who, uh, and I don't pick on the kid. I, I want the kid to do well, Caleb Love. I actually like him. I think he's a pit bull. He kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Chris Paul in that way. Well, you know he follows the pot. He heard you talking. Right, right. Um, so where you been at? Because there's steady weekly at APB out for that man. He never wants to show up. He, he hasn't showed up in multiple multitude of different games. Don't get me started on that Virginia game. Literally had only, what, two, two, three, four points, like two, three, four, two to four points. It was just trash. Like, but I don't know what it is. It's something about Duke that really makes this man want to ball out because again, you you know, as you go down uh, the stats here, Garrison Brooks showed up big time, 14 points, Uh, Caleb Love, 18 points tied with Baycott in uh, Walton all, you know, bringing in 18 points in the game. And then we go over to Duke. Uh, Matthew Hurt didn't show up in the first half. Pretty disappointed. Uh, I like a lot of Duke fans. I, you know, a lot of Duke p- fans were turning that game off. Who was going to watch the whole thing? I yeah. mean, literally to have a rivalry game like, excuse me, like the the, the one we had. Uh, you know, one of the most historic. Probably you can make an argument that might be a debate topic for us. You know, Duke, Carolina. Is this his most historic rivalry in sports? And to show up like that, I mean, that's like the one of the worst beatings I ever seen Duke get, and yeah. and, and, and it's, it's 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 a humbling thing today, you know, it's a humbling thing today to again had to talk about it. I feel like we're having to talk about a funeral, but again, Matthew Hurt, uh, fourteen points, thirty one minutes, not good enough. Wendell Moore, you know, you're supposed to do more than that. Eight points, thirty minutes. Where where, where you at? Jeremy Roach, ten points. Uh, Mark Williams had a solid game. Most of it in cleanup time. Stop it. Uh, do that in the first half. I'm with you. Well, let, let, let me tell you what wrong with Duke in Chapel Hill this weekend. Everything I said that would go wrong in Chapel Hill with Duke last weekend on the pod is what happened. All right? I told you oh that God. UNC was going to bully Duke on the boards. What happened? They won the rebounding battle there. All right? I told you as long as we get Matthew Hurt and Mark Williams in foul trouble, you have no bodies in the paint. What happened there? Both were straddled the foul trouble in the second half. Carolina just pulled away. It, here's the thing, though. I don't want it to make it look like Carolina beat Duke on the boards and Matthew Hurt and Mark Williams got in foul trouble, and that's why they lost. This game was over seven minutes into the ball game. It was 26-6 to at that point, and it was 13 minutes left. That At that point, game was done. There was no way Duke was getting back in it. Jay Bill has said it best. Carolina jumped out early, and Duke was never in the ball game. Um it it, 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 it it just kind of leads to how is Duke going to beat good teams in the upcoming ACC tournament if you can't stop taking threes. Last week I told you Duke does not shoot a good percentage from three. 40% of the shots they took against Carolina were three-pointers. They made 18%. That's a recipe for disaster. So getting out rebounding, getting in foul trouble, turned it over 15 times, 
and taking the majority of shots in three, which you can't make, is going to lead to a loss. Hopefully they, well, maybe not hopefully for me, but for you, hopefully they rebound in the ACC tournament. We see them show some signs of life because that was pathetic. Listen, I'm going to always be honest. I'm going to keep it real. I'm not going to spit on you and call it rain. This is not a very good Duke basketball team. You know, it's been a very interesting year. Uh, you know what I like to say about COVID? I feel like the ramp-up period was not what it needed to be for a lot of these uh, young athletes. But listen, I'm not going to make any excuses. They're 11-11 right now for the year. We're going to see what happens in this tournament. They smacked down Boston College today. But, nobody, I mean, come on now. Like, what are you, this mere bag of shells. Like, that's what's suspected you're doing. You're doing everything you're supposed to do. Even if it is a 30, 40 point uh, beat down against Boston College, do it to the team that matters. Do it to the team that everybody wants you to see to to do it against. The Florida States, the Carolinas, the Georgia Techs. If you're not going to do it against those programs, then I don't, I don't really want to hear anything else. I'm not going to give you a cookie because you beat Boston College, one of the worst teams in the ACC. The worst team in the ACC. Um, they won five games all year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, four ACC games all year. Um, yeah, Boston College is not where it's at. Four and 15. Boston College, four and 15. Four and 15, even better. So we expected Duke to come out, obviously getting embarrassed by Carolina, and then having a great showing in the first first game against Boston College. So they took care of business today. They've got Louisville tomorrow. The only way you and I both know Duke makes the tournament is you got to run the table and win the ACC tournament. There is no path for Duke to get in by not winning the ACC tournament and getting the automatic qualifier for the conference. Um, we're going to see what happens. We're going to get into it. UNC, on the other on the other hand, they controlled the boards. They bullied them in the paint. They knocked down shots. Carolina had a very balanced attack, like you said, 18 from Amondo, Kerwin, and Caleb Love. Brooks doing 14 and two three-pointers, which I found very surprising. So keep shooting those, young fella, and we'll see how they go. They have a chance to improve their seeding in the tournament. They'll have a game against Virginia Tech if they can take care of business tomorrow night against whoever they play. And then they'll also more than likely play Florida State in the next round. If they can get some wins there, then they might move up into maybe even a five or six seed, depending on what the committee's feeling like. Um, David, we also got to talk about NC State. NC State uh, are winners of five straight. Net ranking 66. They're on the cusp of the tournament. Um, We got to see how far NC State can get into it because they have been turning it around. And if they can get a win over Syracuse in their first game – and then get a win over Virginia, David, that might be enough to get them in the tournament. And the two ACC teams from North Carolina are UNC and right. the Wolfpack from Raleigh. Right. Um, I like I like NC State. Not only because I'm a Raleigh kid, because right now they have a scrappy team. They're scrappy. Yeah. They're in your face. They mean. They're dogs. Now, granted, they don't have the best record. Obviously, right now, they're not a, a tournament team. Um, as far as a big dance is concerned, but they are a team that, you know, if the chips and the marbles fall in the right place, they can actually get in the tournament and really upset some people. Now, tomorrow afternoon, they, they're playing Syracuse. I the like orange. it. Uh, yes, exactly. Uh, Jim Behan and, uh, you know, you got this, you know, obviously Syracuse. So, so, boom. I like NC State to win that game. 
I do like I like the now it, it, it's a it's a Syracuse is currently um in the ninth excuse me Syracuse is the eighth seed NC State is a ninth seed you know so it really is a toss up um Jim Behan's son is a straight baller you seen what he did to your Tar Heels man yep. that was that was a fun thing that was. I mean, y'all couldn't stop him. Y'all made the kid look like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant or something out there. That's fine. We I, beat him already one time this season. I mean, man, like y'all couldn't stop a nosebleed when it came to him. But I, I, I like NC State to actually win that game. Now, the next game against Virginia, they're obviously the number one seed right now in the entire ACC tournament. They're not going to beat Virginia. Virginia is a battle-tested, proven team. And of the last three to five years, they are really damn good in tournaments. They're not only good in the ACC tournament, but they're usually making runs deep in the big dance as well. So you're not going to beat Virginia, um, but if you really can uh, you put on a really good performance against Syracuse, maybe you squeak in and, um, you know, the committee votes you in as far as in the, the big dance as well. We'll see with NC State, you know, it, it's going to – I think they can get past Syracuse. They haven't beaten them yet this season, but it's possible. NC State has beaten Virginia. It's definitely possible. Uh, they beat them a couple weeks ago. So if you can beat Virginia, you can beat Syracuse. So we'll see if the Wolfpack come out tomorrow with a different determination than they have when they approach the regular season. We'll see if they can get out of that first or excuse me, second round, get in the quarterfinals and try to play their way into the tournament. But without further ado, David, let's 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 break down this ACC tournament. Let's give these people our predictions. What we think is going to happen here? Um, first round games, folks, already played a gay. Uh, Miami over Pitt. David correctly picked that game. I had Pittsburgh Panthers moving on because Miami. I mean, honestly, uh, just shout out to you. They showed up and really did they think they did. They did. So they move on to the second round. Uh, Duke beat Boston College. We knew they would. Both of us had that pick going into this ball game. Come on, man! Is water wet? Yeah. Listen, is the sky blue? We knew that was going to happen. So Duke gets in there, beats up on Boston College. And right now we've got a close game, if I'm not mistaken, when it comes to Notre Dame and Wake Forest. Uh, Notre Dame is on a hellacious comeback right now. They were down by as many, if I'm not mistaken, in this game, 14 points or 16 points here in the second half. And they're they're back in it, tied ball game here, uh, less than a minute to go. So, We'll see how. Who this, did you have winning that game? I had Notre Dame moving on, so I, I had think Notre, I had Notre Dame. You as well. and I need a dub here for Notre Dame. Right. I, had a, I had Notre Dame. Um, as so well. we'll see what happens now. David, second round. Syracuse, NC State. Who you got? Again, so uh, I just went over my predictions as far as that particular game because again, NC State is a scrappy bunch. Um, they're a good team. They're underrated, I believe. You, you just went over the fact that, uh, yes, they did just beat Virginia a couple weeks ago. Give me NC State over uh, Syracuse. Absolutely. You want NC State over Syracuse. Okay. Okay, I got you. In that game, I, listen, a, as much as it pains me to pick against the Wolfpack, I've got uh, – As much as it pains you, right? <laughs> you just hate doing this. I know you do. Uh, it just it just breaks no, my heart here. There's no hate on Raleigh, um, baby. I, I, the Orange are just kind of on a roll right now. So, I, I got to go at Syracuse. Uh, they pick up the win over the Wolfpack right there, move on, and face Virginia in the, in the, in the quarterfinals on Friday. Um, next ball game, we got Miami and Clemson. 
um, going into a, a matchup to for for the play Georgia Tech, who's also a hot team. Who do you got in that game right there? So as far as the whole Clemson matchup uh, versus Miami, obviously Clemson has been playing better all year. Uh, Miami's not really that great of a team this year, right? Uh, even though they did beat Duke in one of the games this uh, the previous year. <laughs> Um, but we're not going to mention that. We're just going to be talking about today because that was, I mean, that was a long time ago. What was that, 2020? Anyways, so, yeah, give me Clemson. They're going to win. Um, I think it's going to be not even close. Stop it. So you got you got Clemson in that one. Clemson is on a roll. Um, they're not getting much respect in the media right now. They're 16-6. and six. Um, I think Clemson comes in this tournament, and, and they'll make a statement about how good they are. Um I, give me Clemson there as well, mainly because I had them beating Pitt anyways, but uh, we'll take the Tigers there. Next mm-hmm. game, um, which was going to be on Wednesday, Duke versus Louisville. David, you got Duke and Louisville here. Who who you picking as your winner? Duke, Louisville, what I have as far as the winner, obviously I have Duke going far in this tournament. So they can't lose to Louisville. Um, it's going to be a really competitive matchup and game. Uh, but I think it's going to be Duke with a with a narrow win as well. Okay, so you got Duke beating Louisville for the first time this season. Louisville's gotten the better of the Blue Devils both time that they've played. David, you might be shocked here, but um, I'm going to give the fighting Coach K's a chance. I'm going to say they win there in the second round, mm-hmm. pick up a W over Louisville for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. That's a big ball game, though. Mm-hmm. All right, both of these teams, Duke clearly needs to win to keep his season alive. Louisville, by many estimates, is in the tournament, but if they lose this game, that's not a good look for them. They could miss the tournament altogether. Expect a ball game tomorrow night at 630 in Greensboro Coliseum for that one. And, and that's the reason why I believe that uh, you kind of hit the nail on the head on that one. Why Why will Duke win? And it's kind of the reason why I thought it was going to be Carolina, honestly. Um, I just don't think that – as far as Duke not showing up, Lightning's going to strike twice. Well, Duke, Duke does not not show up in big games. That is a sight that is rare when it comes to a Coach K Duke ran team. Uh, this is pivotal. We can't to, if we if we, if they want to if they want to get into this tournament. If they say they are who they think they are, um, which is a winning program, franchise, organization, they're going to have to beat Louisville. It's going to be a tight game, but. Um, Duke is going to handle their business. And this just in from my assistant, uh, letting us know <laughs> that right. Wake Forest, Notre Dame, we've got our first March Madness victim in the ACC tournament. Notre Dame drills a three-pointer wow. at the buzzer to take down Steve Forbes and the Wake Forest Demon Dink. It's well, nice. I mean, that one is not a surprise because me and you both had Notre Dame winning that game, even though it was a lot closer than either one of us thought. Yeah, was well, well, I just feel so bad for Steve Forbes, man. You're up 16 points in this game in the second half. Notre Dame, with a ferocious rally, comes out and steals the win away from Steve Forbes' boys, man. You feel for Wake Forest and the Listen, folks he's down a, in he's a, he's, a, he's a new coach. Um, uh, they're rolling. They're a good team. They're a good bunch. Uh, try again next year. We'll see. We'll see how it goes down uh, uh, with them next year. I expect big things out of Wake Forest in the next couple of years. He's a hell of a coach. Um, that leads us to the second round matchup that we both have in our brackets: Notre Dame, North Carolina. This is a one point battle back in January, uh, just as the new year hit. 
Carolina uh, in the final minute took the lead and was mm-hmm. able to escape with a victory over Notre Dame. Uh, in my bracket, David, mm-hmm. I just think Carolina's on a roll right now. Winners of four of the last six. They've beaten our tribal. They've taken down Florida State. Uh, give me them beating Notre Dame um, and moving on the second in the third round there to play Virginia Tech on Friday. Yeah, I uh, I actually agree with you on this one. You gonna you like you like uh, you like UNC over the Hokies, huh? Uh, yeah, I agree with you or on this one. Excuse me, over the Irish. Yeah, the, yeah, the Hokies. <laughs> yeah, over the Irish. Um, yeah, I had a really competitive game. I think it's going to be interesting. Maybe even a nail biter. Could um, be. They, they're going to test. They're going to test. Uh, you know, the Tar Heels a little bit, but I can't. I just, you know, gut feeling. I just don't see them upsetting y'all this early in the tournament. I don't I don't think so either. I think Carolina's got out to prove something for this tournament. They need a couple of wins just to improve seeding. I, I think they're safely in, even if they lose tomorrow night. Uh, and that this is would be Wednesday. <laughs> it, I think right. they're safely in if they lose to Notre Dame. Um, but we don't want to risk that, you know, we don't we don't want to fall down lower than the seed than they already are. So I think Carolina gets through. Mm-hmm. Uh coming back. To the next day, Thursday, quarterfinals. This is where the big-time basketball kicks in. Number one seed, Virginia, who stole the regular season title from Florida State this past weekend when Florida State was upset by Notre Dame. Um, They're going to be taking on the Q's in my bracket. David, I've got Virginia moving on to the semifinals. Who do you got as the winner of that ball game for you? Yeah, so, um, another. you know, this is going to be a really great tournament uh, because kind of like Jay Billis said earlier, um, this is one of those things where you really don't, you can't, it's like the whole ACC is Jekyll on high. You really don't know who's the best team. You kind of know who's the worst, obviously Boston College. But, I mean, with this one, I do have uh, Virginia winning this one as well. Okay. You got them beating the Wolfpack, moving on. I do have there them into the semifinals. Exactly. Big game for the Wolfpack if they do if they do make that. Um, I, I will expect to see a dog fight in that game. Another close one that come down to the buzzer. But give me Virginia over Syracuse. Um, Virginia can shoot Syracuse out of that zone. They play better defense than Syracuse. They also have just better playmakers right now overall on their side of the ball. So Virginia moves on to the semifinals for both of us. Georgia Tech, Clemson, big matchup. Both of us have that in our bracket. Um, Georgia Tech riding on a high right now. They they snuck in and got the double by as the four seed the tournament. Who do you got winning this ball game, David? You got the Tigers or the Yellow Jackets? So the role that the you know Georgia Tech is on right now, um, they're riding a you know a win streak right here. I think it's four or five games in a row at this point. Um, they're not going to be derailed by the Clemson Tigers. Unfortunately for all the Clemson fans, you're not going to get this win. Georgia Tech is going to keep ro- uh, rolling. They got the ACC Player of the Year um, in Moses Wright. Yeah, this is going to be uh, a pretty uh, clear win. In Georgia Tech's favor. So you think it's going to be a, a, a resounding win? Uh, give me, I, I think that Georgia Tech wins by at least seven points. Okay. I mean, they, they are on fire right now. I, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I just see Clemson coming out and playing very well again. I mean, they're playing good basketball right what now. What you trying to say? You think it's going to be an upset? What I you think talking Clemson about? Talking about beats Georgia Tech. In terms of bracket seating, yes, it's an upset. You got Clemson um, beating Georgia Tech already? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah. Georgia Tech. Clemson Beach Tigers over the Yellow Jackets. Book oh, it. Wow. Book it. All right. Moving into the semifinals. Okay. With the right to play Virginia. You're wrong Congratulations. Right there. Yeah, you're right? wrong. You're wrong right there. Go ahead. All right. 
both of our brackets have this. You know, I had Duke sliding on to play Florida State, the other uh, double by team with the number two seed out of the ACC. Here, David, you, you, um, right you do. I regret to inform you uh, that here is where your Blue Devils mm. journey comes to an end. Oh, man. Right here against Florida State. I know State. it hurts and pains you so much, Tyler it does. Johnson, to, I, uh, listen, to admit I, that uh, that Duke is not going to move on. Like, you how guys, do you sleep at night knowing that Duke is not going to move on, right? You, you guys got to get some help, man. Stop it. Okay. You seen that Michael Jordan meme? Get some help. Stop <laughs> it. All right? Right. So you so you got, you got us losing. Um, no, uh, I, I think that uh, Duke is going to win this game again. And uh, we talking about the uh, Duke-Florida State game? Correct? Yeah. Okay, Duke-Florida State. Boom. So, yeah, so right now in my bracket, Duke-Florida State, it's going to be a hell of a game Duke has to play to win this game. Florida State, I just love how athletic. I've been saying this all year. They're super athletic. They really coach well. Um, you know, shout out, you know, to the Florida State head coach for being able to get an extension on his contract as well. They just extended it for another four or five years. Um, I believe as well. So he's going to be, you know, coaching well into his seventies. So I mean, yeah, they're 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 well old, they're well run, um, and they're athletic. They're going to make shots. They didn't show up in a couple games recently, but again, Duke is fighting for their lives right now. They're fighting for the tournament. It'll be the first time, and I believe in sixteen years. Uh, if Coach K doesn't make the March Madness tournament, I don't think that the run and the streak ends right now. Give me Duke. Give you Duke over Florida State. I, I just don't see it happening. If you want to know the blueprint to beat Duke that Florida State is going to copy, look no other than the season finale in Chapel Hill. They have the big men, and the only thing that's different between Florida State and Carolina, Florida State has better playmakers on the wing, and they can shoot the basketball. So I do not expect Duke to survive that. I believe Mark Williams, Matthew Hurt gets in foul trouble, mm-hmm. and that game might not even be close. Uh, I could see Duke easily losing that by 10 points or more. Not being a hater, it de- it, it, fans, nah, it, it can definitely right? happen. I just think the, the journey ends here. Florida State's very sour about not winning the ACC regular season, getting upset on the road at Notre Dame. I think the Seminoles come out ready to play. And uh, and shout out to Leonard Hamilton. He's the one, uh, obviously, Florida State head coach that just got the extension. Um, I mean, he has some boys playing really well. He does. There, there, there's he does. nobody. There's surprising nobody right now. The second right now in the ACC. If Duke loses that game, who's going to be shocked at that? Who's going to be surprised? It's going to be an upset. It is an upset if Duke wins that game. Um, but yeah, I think that I think they're going to surprise a lot of so people. So they move on in your in your racket. Well, and then in the nightcap on Thursday night, assuming this is the matchup, I think we both Virginia Tech, UNC in our bracket here. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be a tough game for Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech can definitely beat Carolina. All right, here's here's where I have a problem picking the Hokies here. The Hokies have not played but two games in 30 days due to COVID pauses. That's crazy. They beat Wake Forest, and then they lost to Georgia Tech by double digits. So in this matchup, I'm going to have to go with the Heels to move on to the semifinals uh, and face Florida State in my bracket, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Give me them to beat the Hokies. I think the Hokies just have – that's a tall task to ask a team coming back from a COVID pause. Yeah, um, it is. They're currently third place right now in the ACC. They are. 
Okay. But they haven't played uh, nobody to lose third place in a month. Right. So, you know, but, you know, when they were playing, they were they were rolling. Uh, currently 15 and 5 right now for the year. This is not going to be don't don't sleep on them just because they haven't played. You know, them boys got fresh legs. They're ready. They're hungry. They're young. Um, and obviously they've had a lot of success this year. Uh, but all that being said, I do actually have UNC beating Virginia Tech. And moving on, I just Say don't think what? I just don't think it's going to be a cakewalk and it is as easy as you make it. Seem. I don't think. Listen, just I'm not saying it'll be a cakewalk. Had, just, just because they had a COVID break, I'm not saying it'll be a cakewalk. Don't mean nothing. I'm just saying they're definitely not going to have a cakewalk when they play Carolina. All right, clean it. They up got now. their hands full. Clean it up. Clean they, it up. They, they need to call Coach K and ask him how tough it is to play North Carolina. I'm All telling right. you, they got their hands full. All right, let's move into semifinal Friday. In my bracket, David, I'll just go ahead and hit you up with my picks here because we've got different different picks here. I've right. got UVA beating Clemson to get to the championship game, and I've got Florida State over Carolina. That's where, unfortunately, the the, the Tar Heels will uh, wow, fall what kind of Carolina tournament. fan are you? A realistic you, one. You don't even have Carolina winning? One that doesn't have my team that's 11-11 beating one of the best teams in the country. I'm actually proud of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. actually I'm a, I'm actually proud of you right now because you're not just going with your you know your heart and your ridiculous sweatshirt that you uh, have on right now. Do you sweep, Do you sleep in that Carolina uh, hoodie as well? Um, it's looking you know like a very comfortable hoodie. Um, I hope you don't sleep in it. I know, don't sleep in it because you I don't wear nightmares. shirts. Okay. <laughs> 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 you stupid. No, but um, man. Uh, so yeah, I actually have uh, well, you know, I don't have Carolina obviously uh making it this far. I have Duke beating Carolina. Uh, I know that you had us losing against Florida State. So Duke, listen, if Duke does not beat Carolina this year, if they go zero and three in Carolina, I am going to. Rip somebody a new a new you know what yeah like this is ridiculous like come on now come on Coach K do not let us down all right to sit here next to this fool all year and they hear Carolina they're like Dallas Cowboy fans y'all no. are and like a nauseating don't you ever disrespect pretty, pretty much me like that Carolina fans and Tar Heel yes I said it you damn right I said it Carolina Tar Heel fans are like Cowboy fans and everybody knows y'all almost got the same ridiculous blue too but everybody knows that Carolina fans I mean excuse me Cowboy fans are just a nauseating like it's just like ugh. you know what i'm saying so just to go zero three against them please coach k for the love of god beat carolina at least one time and if you win in the tournament all is forgiven we'll forgive you for those regular season losses to carolina even though the the regular season finale was embarrassing and i don't want to ever remember that even though we're gonna have to talk about it next year this time as well uh, so you win you beat carolina which i have you beating carolina by the way um, and I again, have, again, again, you I don't want a, David picking Duke against Carolina. You need him to pick Carolina against Duke. Maybe the opposite will happen like it has twice this season. You know what? I might hedge my bet now that you say that. <laughs> well, I mean, your bracket's filled out, my guy. Yeah, I mean, you kind of make a little sense. I don't want to, I don't want to jinx the, uh, the, the Blue Devils anymore because mm. like, I, I, what else do we need? Do we need to hold hands and sing Kumbaya together? Like, do we need a new massage therapist? What do you need, Blue Devils? Because we're willing to do this for you so we can at uh, least beat you, Carolina. Come you on. You need some depth is P what you need. P -S -A you need depth. P.S.A. Desperate, 
You need playmakers yeah, we on do, your okay, team. Okay, okay, yeah, exactly. More. I mean, we, you talking about depth? We already had the Jalen Johnson conversation. That was a part of our depth right down, uh, right there. Even though he was a liability. You still sucked when you had Jalen Johnson. Stop using that excuse. Anyways, as far as um, the 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 big dance, excuse me, the big dance, the championship. Duke, you damn right, I got him in there. You damn yeah. right, yeah. and I got him. Hold blank. on, well, go ahead. L- l- I gotta ask you. Say what you need to say because I'm gonna ask you. About I mean, it. I was saying it. What are you saying before? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, I apologize. Exactly. Can I proceed, sir? Yeah, please. I'm gonna let you have this. All moment. right, exactly. Don't try to debate me on my 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 rightness. Listen, did I just make that up? Listen, it, yeah, yeah, you did. Listen, listen. It's gonna work right here and now, folks. Here okay? we go. Everybody, <laughs> perk up. All right, listen, you hear it here first. You heard it here first. Duke Georgia Tech is going to be in the ACC tournament championship game. Yep. And guess what? I actually have Georgia Tech winning. I'm just so frustrated for Duke fans out there right now. I have Georgia Tech winning. Duke fans, the fact that (laughs) y'all deal with this dude, the fact that you claim David as a fan is embarrassing. First off, let me ask you this question, David. How do you not have the kahunas, all right? You drug the Blue Devils this far, all the way to semifinal, to the championship game, and you got them losing in the championship? You drug them this far, and you didn't have the kahunas to pick them to win it? You Why don't you finish the job? You, you want me to answer that question? Yes. Okay, all right. So let me go ahead and answer Please. that question for you. Tyler Johnson, aren't you that same guy that just said that I should maybe hedge my bets a little bit more? Aren't you? Did you just say that like a sec? Not even a segment. It was this segment about Duke earlier. Did, did you just say that? Yeah. So why are you not saying it now, bro? Don't come to me about hedging your bets because if Duke loses tomorrow night, your you whole just said hold every on, time hold on. every Let time I pick Duke, do they not, lose. Do not come to me about hedging your bets with Duke because if they lose tomorrow night, your entire bottom bracket is you know what. Okay, but they're not going to lose. That's Four my letter point. words. That's that's my whole point. Is they're not going to lose, Tyler. And not only are they not going to lose, but I have them now. Granted. Granted, here, here's my thing, okay? They, they're not going to lose in the championship game. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Georgia Tech is going to win. Why? Because I'm jinxing Georgia Tech. I just for full disclosure, I'm jinxing Georgia Tech. I'm not going to pick Duke because every time I pick Duke to win a big game, and this is the biggest, this is the creme de la creme, my, my whole bracket pretty much will be busted if they lose before now. But Yeah, it will. Yeah, but, but, there's a but. There is a but, ladies and gentlemen. I think Duke and Georgia Tech are going to be in a championship game, and I'm going to pick Georgia Tech. Now, granted, am I going to be shocked if Duke actually wins? Excuse me. I, listen, am I going to be shocked if Georgia Tech wins? No, I'm not going to be shocked. But I win either way. Really, I really do. Because it, um, do you have Georgia Tech uh, winning your bracket? No. Okay. All right. Exactly. So if Georgia Tech, who I believe has a really good chance to win it, if they win, then I'm right. But if Duke loses – then I'm also right because I want Duke to win anyway. First off, neither team is going to be there. So you're going to be losing well before Saturday even rolls around. All right? <laughs> can, we, can we just also talk about, just for a quick second, Moses Wright, winning ACC Player of the Year. Um, that's pretty damn good co- accomplishment right there. 18 points per game. Led, you know, the ACC, excuse me, third uh, in the ACC uh, with scoring for the year. Eight rebounds. And they also got, you know, the uh, the other young bull, 
Um, what's the light skin? Uh, Jose Alvarado as right. well, winning defensive player of the year. This is not going to be an easy task for Duke, but Duke, I'm all I'm asking, listen, let Christmas come early in 2021. Let Christmas come early, not only win this game, but win the tournament, the ACC tournament that is, and just sneak into the big dance and I'll just be happy. Okay? I, w- I want it happy. on record right now that David is begging for a Duke win, <laughs> but his bracket states Georgia Tech wins, okay? Just put that down. Duke fans, if if he takes you on this ride and you guys losing the championship game to Georgia Tech, blame it on David, okay? Listen, desperate times call for desperate measures. Jesus. All right? Listen, my championship game, no frills, UVA, Florida State, best two teams in the conference. Yeah, you might say, Tyler, wow, how original. I don't care. They played the best basketball anybody in the entire conference. Florida State loses to UVA. UVA is the champions. Tony Bennett continues his run with Cara, uh, with Virginia and just dominating the ACC. He is Coach K and Roy M's daddy right now. So, Virginia, much love to you guys. Not really, I hate you, but I got you as ACC champion. Really, the two best in the the number one and two seed in the tournament. That's about as original as some Chuck Taylors. You couldn't spice it up any more than that. If you had to put your money on everything, a most guaranteed matchup, that's the one you would pick. Uh, how like that usually never really happens. We'll see. I think your bracket is going to be busted way earlier. It's been wrong for a while now, but I've just been letting you have it. Um, as far as like go on and you rant about how Virginia is going to win it all, all that good stuff. I don't think they'd have a chance. Virginia, actually, actually, I'm not going to say they don't have a chance. They do have a chance, but you know, again, Georgia Tech is going to knock them out. We'll but and and, 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 what, and what? When does? Oh, excuse me. When does? the two best teams ever really play each other in the championship. Usually it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work out that way. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Usually ACC does pit the best two teams in the conference championship game. It's very rare. Uh, So we'll see what happens. That's our pick this week for the Atlantic Coast Conference back in Greensboro. Just thank God it's going on this year. It got canceled last year, halfway through it. That was a devastating feeling for college basketball fans. Thank God it's here. Let's count our blessings and let's enjoy the tournament this week. All right, listen, folks, we got a new segment this week. It's called Buy or Sell, where I'm going to ask David a couple questions. I'll respond with how ridiculous he probably sounds. 30 seconds, fast round, buying or selling. David, you ready? Oh, man, I'm excited. The first time we're rolling this out, buy or sell. I love this game. I don't think we can keep ourselves to 30 seconds, but let's see what happens We're we're going to try to keep it, you know, (laughs) reframed as much as possible. Oh, just dead. Listen, first, buy or sell, David. Yes, Panthers sir. will give up Christian McCaffrey to get Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson. I'm selling that they're going to do that simply because the Panthers is not that stupid to give up the whole damn, you know, treasury box for one player. Even though Deshaun Watson is worth it, I, I don't think the Panthers is going to do all that. He, you know, he, you know, too many players. Absolutely not. I'm, I'm going to buy. Uh, David Tepper wants – I don't want it to happen, but David Tepper is obsessed with his quarterback right now. He wants one. Both of these guys' are, names are in the, in the picture here. And if Russell Wilson goes to New Orleans, I can definitely see him giving up CMC just to get Deshaun Watson to keep us relevant. Okay. So, listen, let's say – that they don't get Deshaun Watson, they don't get Russell Wilson. We bind selling the Panthers won't take a quarterback in the first round. Buy or sell that the Panthers won't take a quarterback in the first round. 
I am selling that notion that they won't uh, take it. I think that the Panthers not only need to take a quarterback in the first round, but they will take a quarterback in the first round because the Deshaun Watson sweet stakes right now is a sweepstakes and a lot of people are playing their raffle on that one hopefully the Panthers have the winning lottery ticket but no if not you got too many options between Trey Lance Zach Wilson uh, Justin Fields Mac Jones who I really like as well um, you got too many options I'm selling the fact that they're not going to pick a quarterback I'll sell too uh, they're definitely going to pick a quarterback I mean it's 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 either Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, or I'm going to draft for the eighth pick or move up. So they're definitely taking a quarterback. Poor Teddy Bridgewater. David, you've put a knife in his back tonight. Um, my, my, no, my, the tables have turned on that one. Uh, but they're definitely going to take a quarterback in the first round. Um, please let it be Trey Lance, um, for the love of God. Do not touch Zach Wilson or David's love affair with Mac uh, Jones. Mind you, you're the only one really on that mountain with Trey Lance as well. Nobody really, I don't really hear a lot of conversation about Trey Lance. You don't worry about that. His potential is higher than the other ones. All right. right. 30 seconds moving on, David. I'm cutting you off. All right. So Dallas Cowboys this week paid Dak Prescott his money. Four years, $160 million. Contracts laced with crazy um, details. Are you buying or selling, David, the Dallas Cowboys overpaid for Dak Prescott? I'm selling that they didn't overpay. Um, Something's only valuable as what somebody's willing to pay for it. The market was ripe for Dak Prescott. He, Him and his agent, congrats to him, congrats to Dak Prescott. He played it all right. He had all the leverage in the world. He literally got hurt, unfortunately, for the first time in his career. Um, and it really polarized the need and highlighted the need for a st- stable quarterback that is going to perform really well. Um, and this is potentially the greatest, they're saying right now, maybe the greatest contract in, in maybe in sports history, definitely maybe in quarterback history, uh, simply because Dak uh, Prescott is getting paid four years, $160 million. Uh, Pat Mahomes is for the next four years is getting paid 104. So just think about that for a second. Um, really interesting. Dak definitely deserved it, though, because the market called for it. Um, I'm going to take, I'll buy. They overpaid for him. What? When you're paying. They overpaid for him. When you're, when, if, listen, do you, would you take Dak Prescott or would you take Pat Mahomes? That's not the point. That's not that, what no, I no, asked no, no, you. No, 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 no. That's not the That's point. That's not what I asked That's you. That's a fair equivalence. It's not a, it's no, not, it's, it's not. A, it's not a fair qu- equivalent. Yes, it is. One's an MVP. We know. And how, a Super Bowl champ. On, time out, time out, because it's always about who the next man up is. He, Dak Prescott is not more valuable than a Russell Wilson, who's also getting paid more, a Aaron Rodgers, who's also getting paid more, and a Matt Stafford, who's getting paid $50-plus million a year as well. He's not more valuable than any of that. That's not the point. The point is when your time is up for your contract, who has the leverage? Are they able to get rid of you or because they feel like they have a better option, or do they have to keep you? No, he is not more valuable to the team than Patrick Mahomes, but... At the end of the day, in a hard salary cap league, they literally had to make the decision. If we don't, they, if they franchise tag them, they're pretty much handicapping themselves anyway because they're pretty much paying them the same amount of money. Might as well lock them into a long-term deal, keep them happy, keep the the team happy as well because you're taking care of your players. How are you going to take care of the receiver, the the running back, Ezekiel Elliott, the line, the defense, and you don't you don't you don't put in place your your pivotal role in the corner piece, uh, the cornerstone of your whole franchise. Stop it! No, they they didn't overpay. They didn't overpay. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
I, I'm going to still buy, okay? He's not better than Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, some of these players, and he's making more money than them. So, yeah, granted, you know, the next quarterback comes along and sets the market for the next. I get exactly. it. Exactly. If they win a Super That's Bowl, I'll say I'm wrong. But if they never win a Super Bowl, they overpaid. Jerry Jones strikes again. <laughs> the ACT, hey, buy or sell on this one, David. The ACC will have a team reach the Final Four. I'm going to buy that. Mm. I'm, I'm going to buy it simply because the ACC is, to me, the, the prize franchise and conference in all of college sports. Duke going to make it. Um, they have the most uh, reputable, most notable coaches in all of college basketball. Okay. They're usually always a team, whether it's Virginia, whether it's Carolina, whether it's Duke, you know, uh, in the, in, uh, making deep runs. So I'm, I'm definitely going to buy the fact that at least one team is going to squeak in the lead for Give me the final four. Sell for me. Sell what? all day. ACC's down. Best team is Florida State. Okay, in the conference, I don't see Virginia, Florida State, or Virginia Tech, the only ranked teams in the ACC right now. And I'll even go with Georgia Tech, the hottest team in the ACC right now, beating a team like Gonzaga. Not happening. They're they're not going to beat a team like Baylor. Not happening. I don't think they're going to beat a team like Illinois. That's not happening. And they're not going to beat Michigan. That's not happening. Those are your top four seeds. For them to get through to the final four or whatever bracket that they're in, they got to go through those number one seeds at some point. You're not beating them. All right? I, I don't think any team from the ACC gets in. This will be the uh, first season in quite some time. The ACC is actually going to be shut out of the final four, in my opinion. By ourselves, David. Charlotte will become a destination city for other NBA stars to join LaMelo Ball. Listen, Charlotte fans, citizens, pedestrians, politicians, stand up. Charlotte is on the map. Do you hear me right now, Tyler Johnson? Hell yes, I'm buying that. LaMelo Ball has made Charlotte a desirable destination. Why would you not want to play with the kid? Do you know, Tyler, and all our listeners out there, that LaMelo Ball is actually the first rookie in NBA history to, at the All-Star break, lead their team in points, scoring, rebounds, and assists. And I think he's one of the top players in steals as well. I mean, what else do you want? Right now, he's having one of the best, if not the best, maybe rookie season we've seen in a while, okay? So, hell yeah, Charlotte is on the map. I'm buying that. I think they are. And 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 I think we're going to see some people want to come play with him because he gives up the ball. He's not afraid to pass, and he can still take over when he needs to take over. He's got that uncanny ability to figure that out early. And so Charlotte's blessed to have him. I think we are becoming a destination city. It'll be interesting to see what we can get. With that being said, though, David, the Charlotte Hornets were off over the weekend as we had the all-star break. However, the Hornets – have been involved in some trade circles, uh, trade rumor circles, um, with an all-star from this weekend, no other than Nikola Vucevic, right? He's rumored to be right now the Hornets' number one target at the time. He currently averages 24.6 points per game, 11.6 rebounds, and gets about 3.7 assists a game. He also can shoot the rock, 41% from deep. He would fill an instant hole for the Hornets at center, you know, David, what do you what do you think about the Hornets targeting uh, Vucevic here? And listen, um, phenomenal question. 
Quick aside, really quickly, we need to have, I think our uh, fans and listeners would love the, de- uh, the debate. Who actually has more clout in Charlotte, LaMelo Ball or Cam Newton? I think that could be a really interesting topic. What do you guys think? Tell us what you think if y'all want to hear us have that debate about who has more clout, LaMelo Ball or Cam Newton, one of his first years in the league. But as far as this uh, trade um, with – I can't even pronounce his name. Say it again. Nikola Vucevic. Goodness, that is a mouthful. Nikola – I bet I'm butchering I, it. I, You know <sighs> – Listen, I don't want the Hornets to trade. Like, we're in a good position. We're healthy right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what what huge benefit do you really have right now? Right now, we're at a sweet spot uh, for the Hornets. I I say that because, one, the Hornets have P.J. Washington, up-and-coming player, Malik Monk, who is doing his thing. I mean, goodness, that's like uh, he's like a comment right now, just like lighting up the entire league. You got obviously LaMelo doing his thing. We got Gordon Hayward balling like never before, resurrecting his career and, and new facets as well. You got uh, you, you, Cody Zeller. Listen, to get him. I'm not. I'm not giving up any of these pieces unless you want to talk. You want to talk to me about giving up the Martin twins? Then yeah, I'll give up the Martin twins maybe for that. But to to get a player like Nikola, I I don't. I think you have to give up too much. And I, I know what you think. Maybe thinking, oh, let's give up PJ Washington or something like. No, I don't want to give up Miles Bridges. I don't want to give up PJ. I don't want to give up Terry Rozier. No, right now we're a game out of pretty much fourth place. What do we need to make a major move in the franchise for? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, here's the thing, okay? I understand you don't want to give up players, but the way this team is constructed as is is not winning you a championship, right? you you got to make a, a, an adjustment here, okay? Right now, yeah, we're getting our legs underneath this. So Nikola gives us the championship ability? Yeah, I mean, he, he instantly gives you a bona fide center, which is what this team lacks. We have no presence in the paint. That's where we get beat up. That's... That is where the Hornets' greatest weakness is. And we have a bevy of guards. So what do you do? I've got a lot of this, which I don't need every single one of these, and I don't have any of but this. But who are you going to give up? Who are you going to give up to get him? That's what Mitch Trupchak's got to figure out. But that's what I'm saying. Like, what if they say Miles, Bridges, P.J. Washington, and Terry? Are you going to do that? Miles, P.J., and Terry? Right. No, you don't make that pick. Exactly. Would you even give up Cody Zeller and P.J. Washington for him? Yes. You would give up Cody Zeller and Pizza. And a first-round pick. Oh, my goodness. And a first-round oh, pick. Oh, I'm losing my mind right now. Are you now. kidding me? Stop first it. off, all oh, right, all right. No. Here, here's why you, uh, you got to like Vuvichicks, okay? I love it. He's a rim protector. He's great in pick and rolls. He can shoot. Can you imagine the pick and rolls between LaMelo Ball and Vuvichicks? Are you kidding me? That would be a dream come true. He can either roll to the basket, get a dunk, pop and hit a three. And if you if you decide to go after him and leave Lamelo Ball off, and good luck with that, he's shown he'll knock You're it down in your like face. You're acting like Nikola is a, a perennial All Star. He hasn't been that way in his career. He's he's having the best season of yes. his career, this and he's year. gradually. Hold on, hold on. This year, he, no, I've checked it. He's gradually gotten better since he's entered the league. He's had 20 points per game in two out of his last three seasons. So Nikola is coming along, and he was an All Star this year. He was so, an All Star, I believe, for the first time. I, I'm gonna put it to was you like. Was, it, was he not an all-star for the very first time? I believe so. Okay, exactly. But he's entering his prime. So what's the problem? Yeah, the, the problem is, yes, if you ask me, is he a good player? Yes, he's a he's a phenomenal piece right now for the Magic. He moves the needle. Right now, again, but listen, when you say moves the needle, like literally, if you look at the standings right now, as, as currently constructed in the Eastern Conference, the, the Hornets are not in a bad position. 
The Hornets are not in right now. We're currently sitting at where we got 17 and 18. We're in seventh place in it looks like two second game, in the division. Two games out of fourth place. Right, but here's the thing, dude. Vuvacic gives you a chance to get out at least the first round. And maybe even the second That's round. That's what Gordon Hayward is supposed to do oh, for us. As much money as we're paying him, okay. Gordon Hay- Hayward need I'm, to be I'm that with guy. You. I'm with you. Here's why I think you, you get Vuvacics. You instantly become one of the top three teams in the East. Instantly. I think if the Hornets get Vuvacics and we give up the right pieces, all right, we get Vuvacic, we're instantly top three. We can beat the Milwaukee Bucks. We can. Orlando took him to the wire in the playoffs last year with Vuvacics of all people. So I'm telling you – it, 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 it's coming along. Charlotte's fan. Blah. Okay. I'm telling you, it's coming along. Hornets fans, get ready for the Vuvichik show. They also looked at targeting Oladipo and Andre Drummond. I'll just give my opinion on those two guys real quick. Don't like the Oladipo pick. We already got that in Terry Rozier and Devontae Cram. There's nothing those two can't do that Oladipo does. Plus, he hasn't played a full season since the 17-18 season. We don't need any injury-prone players here in Charlotte. As far as drumming goes, I'd love to see it. Just don't give up too much to get him. Um, Big interior help defensively, and he can still score. And he would be dominant inside with the spacing we have with our guards. So, I like drumming. I like Vuvichicks. Mitch, let me see some moves. Um, yeah, you, 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 you've been finally correct today on this episode about something. And that is, we don't need Olin Depot because we have Terry Rozier and we also have Devonte Graham, which, you know, pretty much, you know, they, they, you know, Victor Olin Depot pretty much does a lot of the same things. You don't really get a premium. Granted, he was phenomenal when he played for the Pacers. I love his game. Um, he does a lot. He, right now he doesn't want to be in Houston, but to me, you, to get a uh, Olin Depot, to get a Andre German, to get some of these type of players, I don't. I like what we have. We have a good nucleus. Don't mess up the nucleus just because you're trying to. The the Hornets are not winning championship this year, no matter what. That that, that, that that's just fair. They're I not going to win no matter what. So don't ruin the whole thing just because you're trying to do the most. Getting one of these pieces thing is going to take you over the top because it's not. Well, we'll see. I, I think you're wrong about that. If the Hornets do make a move, I ain't going to be mad about it. Uh, let's just see what they do. Mitch is here to make moves. He's built successful teams like he did in L.A. He's put numerous championships up in the rafters down there. So I'd be interested to see what he's going to do here. Uh, David, this week the Hornets will uh, play the Pistons and the Raptors. Pistons last in the East. They're garbage. Give me a win in that game. They're also going to play the Raptors on the mm-hmm. 13th. That's true. Important game there. You know, we're seventh and eighth. They're eighth in the East. Let's make some separation between the eighth seat and, and really solid our spot, our spot in the playoffs. Give me a win against the Raptors. Yeah. Uh, where, what, what's happened to the Raptors this year? Were they not just in the Eastern Conference Final just last year playing this? Uh, no, excuse me. They weren't in the uh, Eastern Conference Final. They were a game away. Uh, actually, no, they were. They played. They, the Raptors did play the Miami Heat last year in the Eastern Conference Finals. And here they are, damn near straddling the very end like i don't i don't understand um what's happened to the raptors then they're not gonna i got the hornets beating them and come on now the pistons game is pretty much a buy buy game for the for the hornets you know they pretty much have to show up and they're gonna win that game yeah i i I agree with that let's get those two wins this week hornets two and oh is what we need let's see it David, now you know it's time, baby, for everyone's favorite segment you know it's the fool of the week Again, as always, this portion of the podcast is sponsored by Christian Morrison over at My Aroma Goods. Fellas, do not be fooled and let that 
spunk get in the way of your life. Nothing is worse than having that special lady, or for ladies, that guy over, and the smell of yesterday's stanky stank milk still sitting in the trash can, stinking up the house. My Aroma Goods has many options available for you to help calm that stank down from wax burners to diffusers to body wash to kids' needs and even pet needs. My Aroma Goods has everything you need to fill your life with fragrance. These items will also make great gifts as well, so fellas, be thinking about that coming up. We got Mother's Day. Think ahead, fellas, all right? You can visit the website at myaromagoods.cincy.us. Again, that's myaromagoods.cincy.us dot s-c-e-n-t-s-y dot u-s david what you burning on over there who's your fool of the week baby um <laughs> what an interesting week uh we've had just in the culture um so right now you know who's going to be my fool of the week this week is going to be this guy pierre morgan um he's an anchor uh for good morning britain did you i don't know if y'all seen or heard his comments but he uh, he kind of made a comment very uh, critical on Meghan Markle, uh, Meghan Markle uh, speaking out, uh, you know, this week with an interview with Oprah. Right. And a lot of people have it sounds like he just has sour grapes. You know, he's salty. Like, I want to know, is, yeah. he, is he small mad or big mad? Because a lot of people and I also feel as well, you know, you kind of went out on a date with Megan before years back. She ghosted you. She cut you off. Didn't talk to you anymore. Next thing you know, she's married to Harry. Um, can you say level up, please? Where the hating <laughs> coming from, bro? Right. Like, listen, to be able to, you know what I'm saying? The, like, can you really be mad at that? She leveled up, period. So to be, you know, to me, it's, it's sour grapes. You can hear the undertones of this and that. And it's also very controversial because, you know, what Megan said as far as, you know, them wanting to leave England because they were worried or people around them were worried that the baby's skin color might be a little too dark or a little bit too black for the crown, which is very crazy that that would be something going on in 2021. Um, so they made a decision to move out of the UK and uh, come to the States where we uh, welcome with open arms, uh, which I also thought was interesting because apparently Tyler Perry, of all people, uh, invited them to have their you know him be able to uh provide them security either way pure morgan being able to, uh, making those type of co- uh, comments and resigning from good uh good morning britain yeah you're my full little you week. got exposed are you kidding me you got exposed got exposed you little salty the girl you like didn't like you so uh move on my guy don't be that salty don't be that dude right and you're trying to make it seem like it's about something else oh no you shouldn't speak out about the crown this way and that this that, and the third stop it if right you're not a day and she goes at you you're big mad you know how it goes hey my fool of the week man listen david i don't talk know why we got to talk about this kind of stuff every week what's that uh myers leonard uh excuse me myers leonard center for the heat got on call of duty Granted, I get it. You're heated. You're in the moment. You're playing. He came out and said some anti-Semitic remarks. Um, I won't repeat what he said on air. You can look him up. But it was derogatory against Jewish people. Why do we have to continue having conversations about people saying things that are derogatory about certain groups of people? And you're using it in a situation to where it doesn't make sense. Last week, it's talking to college basketball players and telling them to stay on the plantation when 70% of your team's black. This week, it's a guy on Call of Duty can't control his anchor and using slurs against Jewish people. So 
Here's the thing that bothers me the most about it. You don't just all of a sudden start saying that. Does that make sense? That means he's been on this game before, and he's probably said much worse, and it's just never been checked or corrected, and right. someone finally recorded him exactly. one day, and here we go, right? So, Myers Leonard, you're my fool of the week, man. Did he even uh, do a public apology? He yet? apologized. He did? Okay. He did. Just listen. He to. Listen, he you to. got players on your team um, that might be of Jewish descent. You've got players in the league that are of Jewish descent. So, use some discretion, my friend. I would hate to see the reaction had you said a slur against black people because it'd probably be a lot worse against you. Absolutely. So, you're my fool of the week, my friend. Well, that's it, folks. Thanks for joining us on another episode here of Unpopular But Accurate. Join us next week as we recap the ACC tournament. Let's see if Duke has a little bit of magic left in him. Let's see if maybe the Tar Heels surprise in Greensboro going to run or maybe the Wolfpack can sneak into the tournament. Next week, we're going to have a complete breakdown of the NCAA tournament from top to bottom. That will occupy most of the show next week, and then we'll resume talks about the Carolina Panthers and the Hornets the following week. So, as always, thanks for joining us. Let us know what you think. What do you think is going to win the ACC tournament? You got Duke. You got UNC. David, what do you want to tell these people? Yes, yeah, so give us feedback on some of the ridiculous things that uh, not only Tyler said, but if you disagree with anything that I said as well. Which are also ridiculous. Go ahead, leave that comment on Instagram. Um, we like to chop it up with you guys in the comments, um, you know, engaging with you and, you know, letting us know what kind of topics we should go over and all that great stuff. And if you want to have the LaMelo versus Cam Newton, who is the most clouded athlete in Charlotte? Uh, especially the rookie, uh, rookie season. So, as always, even if you hated our takes, we at least hope we entertained you with nothing else. For David and myself, thanks for joining us on UBA. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. We'll see you guys next week.